Welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you unleash influence wherever you are. My name is Clay Scroggins. So, so grateful that you chose to join us for this episode in season one of the How to Lead podcast. In this season, we're discussing how to lead when you're not in charge. I've done a lot of public speaking. I've gotten to be with a lot of different audiences, and I don't know that I've ever talked about anything that has resonated more with emerging leaders, both young and old at every different level and many different kinds of organizations, businesses, nonprofits, NGOs, than this content, how to lead when you're not in charge, leveraging influence when you lack authority. And that really is what I'm hoping for you. It's what I'm hoping that you'll get out of this is that you'll learn how to continue to cultivate influence so that you can leverage influence, particularly for those of you that feel like you lack authority. Uh, So many times we've got the idea, we've got the plan, we've got hopes and dreams and desires for the organizations that we work for, but we just feel like, you know what, I just, I feel deprived of the authority that I might need to be able to do what I hope to do. And the answer is not more authority. The answer really is more influence. And that's what I want to help with. If I could help you with anything, it would be to help you figure out how to cultivate more influence in the seat that you're in so that you might just expand your influence without having to move to somewhere else, without having to be promoted, without having to take on a new role. You might be able to see that change, see those hopes, see those ideas come to fruition through the pathway of influence. Not authority, but the pathway of influence. In this episode, I got the opportunity to sit down with someone who knows how to do this phenomenally well because he's done it for so long. Shane Todd is an operator with Chick-fil-A. He's got a couple of stores in the Athens, Georgia area, right off the campus of the University of Georgia. And Shane had an experience about 10 years ago. He had so many different customers coming in requesting a milkshake. Chick-fil-A did not have a milkshake on their menu. And Shane said, enough is enough. If the people are asking for milkshakes, we will give them a milkshake. (laughs) Uh, In this interview, we dive deep into this story that's kind of become a legendary Chick-fil-A story on how Shane really cultivated influence over the years, over his experience, his time at Chick-fil-A to be able to get to the point where he was really one of the driving forces behind not only making the milkshake, but also adding the milkshake to their menu. This milkshake became one of the top rated products on Chick-fil-A's menu. And I think that by the end of this interview, you're going to want to go swing by your local Chick-fil-A and grab yourself a cookies and cream, maybe a chocolate, maybe a vanilla. I don't know. Go to ClayScroggins.com if you like this interview and uh, subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, Maybe even tell somebody about this would be really tremendously helpful. I can't thank you enough for doing that. means a ton. Really excited to jump in. Let's get into it. Here's Shane Todd. I'm so excited uh, about this interview. When I was thinking about the idea of rejecting passivity, I, I know all too well that feeling when control goes down and your passivity goes up and you feel like you can't be intentional, you can't be active as you want to be. You have an idea that you want to have happen. Too often we sit back. And the first, uh, the first example I thought about was the Chick-fil-A milkshake, because I've heard so many people talk about Shane Todd and how the milkshake came into being. And so I'm so excited that you're here Thanks. and real eager to hear uh, about how the story went for you. Um, but before we get there, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and how long you've been an operator 
at Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. So I'm a Chick-fil-A operator in Athens, Georgia. And um, oh, oh. yeah, go dogs. I bark because the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> that bark. was a week I was a Chihuahua bark, by well, the way. Well, I do that partly to patronize, <laughs> but and been a Chick-fil-A operator now for 20 years. Wow. And I've been uh, back home in Athens as an operator for 16 years. Okay. And so big bulldog, graduated from there, and I uh, have an awesome, beautiful wife of 22 years. Hello. And three children. One going to the University of Georgia in the fall. Wow. Y'all are y'all are all in. We're all with in. With the red and black. Well, there's no, there's no question. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so Shane, one of the things that I want to talk about is what you did with the milkshake. Mm-hmm. For years and years and years, uh, people requested a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A's central offices had tried some milkshakes. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I guess around 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. there wasn't a milkshake on the menu. Correct. But you did not let that stop you from innovating, from being an entrepreneur, and from pushing up an idea mm-hmm. to your bosses that ended up being quite successful. So yeah. tell us how that started. So like you said, um, around that time, the milkshake, I believe, was the number one requested item, the okay. most requested that, that Chick-fil-A didn't offer. So to be an entrepreneur, as Chick-fil-A likes to call it, a restaurateur mm-hmm. um, that has customers come into the front counter, hey, can why don't you have a milkshake? There's mm-hmm. something just stirring inside of us as, as restaurant people. Yeah, as a leader. Yeah, as a leader, absolutely. And um, so everything around the milkshake is definitely around serving the customer, pleasing mm-hmm. the customer, mm-hmm. and trying to move the ball down the field in a way that would benefit Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And so uh, at the time, Dan Cathy, our uh, CEO, was so interested and passionate about what we call at Chick-fil-A second mile service and what can we do for the customer? What what warm-hearted impulses might we have? Wow. So to me, it made sense that a warm-hearted impulse might be to take the ice dream that we mm-hmm. have and add some milk and maybe some chocolate syrup, mix it up yep. and sell it to the customer as a milkshake. So I want to just jump in right there for a moment, Shane, on what you just said. What what I think is so brilliant about what you just naturally do is you took Dan's idea of second mile service, which is such a big deal to Chick-fil-A, and at the time was new and important, and it was everywhere, I'm sure. And you took this challenge that you had, and you made the solution to your problem the answer to Dan's desire for second mile service. So how did, how did you just naturally do that? How did was that was that something you had just intentionally made a decision to do? Well, I think maybe the genius is Dan. You know, Dan's the one that 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 put it in our heart mm-hmm. to to be accommodating to to guests. Yes, yes. to be a, to to delight guests, mm-hmm. even even to the extent that we would say. The, the extra mile, if it's holding the door open for you or, mm-hmm. or pulling a high chair up for your, your toddler mm-hmm. or, or, or taking chocolate uh, syrup and, and mixing up a chocolate milk, mm-hmm. if you prefer chocolate milk over mm-hmm. the regular milk. Mm-hmm. And so for, for me, the next step was, was taking ice dream. That's right. And, and adding milk yep. and chocolate syrup or yep. strawberry topping, yep. which we have, yep. and making a strawberry milkshake or a, or a chocolate milkshake. So that you could say yes to the customer. Yeah, so that we could delight the customer mm-hmm. and go the second mile. And they might even say, wow, you would, you would do that for me? Mm-hmm. I, I really want that. Mm-hmm. You, you sort of have it. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that was the heart behind it. And I think that it, it, it permeated and still does all through our brand mm. of a brand that looks for ways to say yes mm-hmm. instead of reasons to say no. Mm-hmm. And so part of the milkshake project was, was the second mile and going the extra step. That's great. Um, that Dan was teaching us. I talked to a friend recently about you who works at Chick-fil-A uh, at your home offices. I said, tell me about Shane Todd. He said, Shane is a phenomenal leader. He's an entrepreneur. He's a driver. He's always making something happen. And some of it is sanctioned and some of it is not. <laughs> so. Sometimes you get in trouble. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> but this was one of those areas where yeah. you just felt burdened. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we have to do this. Even if it's not on the menu yeah. yet, we've got to try this. Yeah. It was the right time. And so as as we get out of the gate and started serving it yep. to customers. It sold? It, 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 it sold. We were able to um, take the recipe from just over in Atlanta. The, the, the Truett's Grill restaurant yep. in Atlanta yep. had this product. Okay. But Truett's Grill is a diner okay. and, and, and not necessarily set up at the time That's for right. real throughput in the That's drive-thru. Right. That's right. And so we were able to take the Truett's Grill a Chick-fil-A milkshake, essentially, and bring it into the restaurant yep. and and really work on the process. So how many did you start selling? Golly, from the very beginning. I, I remember just in the first few weeks, a couple hundred a day. Okay. And it was really exciting to see the customer so excited. Yep. When the customer would pull from the, from the order point in the drive-through to the window yep. and have a smiling team member handing them a milkshake that they didn't even know what to expect because right. it wasn't even on the menu. Yeah. We had put a little uh, real estate sign up, yeah. and it had a whipped cream on top and a cherry, and um, and to put the straw in it, and, yeah. and it's so delicious, as you know. Oh, I do so, know. So, yes. so from the very beginning, customers were raving about it, and most importantly, buy, buying it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so one of the things that I've learned from you is around how to communicate when you have a new idea. Because a lot of times we go one of two directions. We either are totally silent about it, which is not great in regards to building trust with your bosses. Mm -hmm. But then you also can't put it on a megaphone and tell everyone about it because it'll get shut down too quickly. So Woody Falk, a guy who at the time was the VP of menu strategy, Mm -hmm. he told me that you did a phenomenal job of not being silent but being a submarine in regards mm-hmm. to how you communicate. Yeah, yeah. So give us an example of what that looked like. Yeah, which time. would be even more difficult today with social media. Hmm. So you have to be really oh, you, you have to be really careful yes, because today, if, if you're trying to get this yeah, out and yeah. then somebody sends takes a, a tweet, takes yeah, a picture of it and puts puts it on. So today you just wouldn't put it on social media if, yeah. if you were doing it. Yeah. And so So what did you do to be a submarine? Well, f- first of all, it, it, it's either a good idea or it's not. Yep. So if it's if it doesn't taste great and if customers aren't buying it, yep. then you yep. don't really have anything to hide. Yes. But luckily, it was an awesome product mm-hmm. that customers were really excited about. Mm-hmm. And so the the strategy was to include the people in the process yep. that um that were uh, influencers who would be excited about it, yep. excited about the project. Yep. And there were three or four or five of those. Yep. And so the, the idea is to build, a, build an alliance, to yep. build a coalition yep. of, of influencers yep. that would say, oh man, that's cool, give me more information. Or how are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Or, or 
tell me more about it that are excited. And so you would start sending them sales numbers? I would still send them back in the day, voicemail messages, okay. sales numbers, yep. emails, yep. even pictures at yep. that point, just with that small group. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, Clay, you, you have to build a bigger yeah. network because yeah. there's other people that need yeah. to be in the know. Even the ones that might be dissenting. Even the ones that might be dissenting. But once again, if if, yeah. if it's five or six of you saying, hey, look at what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that happened with the Milkshake Project. You carry a lot of natural enthusiasm, mm -hmm. I feel like, mm -hmm. just in your way and yeah. your personality. Yeah. So how did that, how did you use that gift, that charisma that you have? Mm -hmm to help encourage your bosses to sign off on this? Well, it, it comes out and, and bosses want people excited. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine being leading an organization and you walk around and people are, are not excited. Yeah. Wow, you love the people that, that are excited. Yeah. So that's certainly part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is something I'm excited about. Yeah. Oh, really? You're excited yeah. about what we're doing? Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about what we're doing. Yeah. So I think that helped yeah. once again. There has to be something there. Yes, it can't yes. be, I'm excited about- There's gotta about, be a good product. There's gotta be a good product. Right, right. There, there has to be, we, we heard, I heard recently someone talk about success and he said, you know, at some point you have to come up with a good idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe even have to have a tolerance for bad ideas to get to a good mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. And so um, certainly that environment is there at Chick-fil-A. But, but ultimately the excitement and the enthusiasm for the product and for the project was backed up by a good, right, a right. good product. So one of the things that, as I've talked to people about you and how this went, one of the things that is most commonly said about you is that people have a lot of trust with you. Mm -hmm. So you had built a reputation of trust, of you have been faithful to Chick-fil-A, loyal to the team, loyal to the brand. How much did that help you in being able to have the freedom to try some of these new experiences, new experiments? There, there's no doubt. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a saying, uh, it's amazing how much you can get accomplished when you don't care who gets the credit. Yes. And so yeah. it's, not about, it's not about doing something for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's about some, doing something that actually makes us better as an organization. Yep. And, um, and there's a lot of that in Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. My gracious, there's so much innovation comes from operators and home office staff mm -hmm. uh, that have a great idea. But I feel like what you're getting at here is that Chick-fil-A had enough confidence to know that we weren't going completely off the grid. Right. And right. we're going to do something that um, wasn't safe. Right. Or do something that changed who we were. Yes. It actually enhanced yeah. who we are. So what wouldn't you do? Well, you, we, we, wouldn't, um, we wouldn't sell pepperoni pizza. <laughs> right. You know, we wouldn't do right. chicken wings. Even though it's chicken, we wouldn't do a bone-in chicken. Okay. We wouldn't do those things. That's yeah. not who we are. Yeah. But yeah. what we are is a brand where customers expect great tasting food mm -hmm. served by a great team member mm -hmm. and even uh, a product that might exceed expectations like, wow, that, that's not only a milkshake, that's the best milkshake I've ever tasted. Mm -hmm. And so as long as we're heading in that direction, once again, and not going way over here, you know, there may be a, maybe a legal procedure here, you know, <laughs> a, 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 a secondary violation, right. but it's not a major 
you know, playing a whole different game. Right, right. Which I feel like when you naturally learn to police yourself, mm -hmm. your boss doesn't always have to feel like the police to you. Right. And point. I think that's what you seem to do really well. So the story goes, uh, you started selling some, mm -hmm. started showing more and more enthusiasm, yeah. started building this coalition, widening the net a little bit. There was a moment when Tim Tassopoulos yeah. drops in on your yes. store. Can you tell us yeah, about that moment? It was such a a turning point, I felt like, and such a fun time mm -hmm. because I have so much respect for Tim. Yep. Tim giving you the thumbs up is almost like your dad giving you okay. the thumbs up. Just like, oh man. He's the president right now of Chick-fil-A. Tim is now the president of Chick-fil-A. What at was the, he doing at the time? At the time, Tim was vice president of operations. Okay, okay. Um, but, but could have shut this down immediately. Could have shut it down. Yeah. So Tim visited, and once again, there was already a lot, there, there was at this point, a good bit of momentum. Okay. Hey, wow, people are really buying this, yes. right? You know, a couple hundred a day or whatever that may be. So, Tim, let me let me see it. Yeah. And um, I remember with Tim I, knowing what the big pushback was yep. at Chick Fil A at the time. Clay was, can we do it fast enough? Yeah. I mean, we yep. are we are quick service. Yeah. You know, fast food. Yeah. And when customers order, they expect yep. to get their food yep. fast. And this can't hold up the drive-through. Can't line. hold it. Yeah. You know, we, we're not going to sell one milkshake and have 30 cars <laughs> right, waiting. Right. And so I knew that was the, the concern. That was the concern for me. Sure, you know, sure. We, we don't want that either. Yeah. So um, I had Tim come in and said, Tim, would we, would we not sell, I remember saying, would we not sell two Diet Cokes to someone because it takes too long? Well, of course not. Of course we'd sell two mm -hmm. Diet Cokes. Mm -hmm. We get that every car almost, mm -hmm. a combo with a Diet Coke. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, while you're making two Diet Cokes here, I'm gonna make a hand-spun, from scratch, milkshake. And let's see who finishes first. I love this, because it's like a Western <laughs> it, it, it kinda was, it, it actually <laughs> right was. Right there in the kitchen. Yeah, because the way, you have to pull the cup up. That's and right. He had to put ice in it with an ice scoop and fill it up. Well, well Diet Coke has a tendency to fizz. Mm. And so you, you have to kind of- You set him up. Yeah, set him up a little bit. Of yeah, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to wait for it to go to, I didn't say pour a, a, a cup of milk. That's you know? right. So, um, and so by the time Tim had taken two cups and put ice in them and, and, and drawn the Diet Coke mm -hmm. and put the lid on it, mm -hmm. I had handmade a milkshake with ice cream and milkshake base mm -hmm. and spun it and put whipped cream on it and a cherry and a lid and set it down. And mine was sitting there before his two Diet Cokes. And I remember his, his face. It was a real aha moment of Tim being, wow, you're right. I mean, that we, we can do this. So that was a really fun, Gosh, I felt like shame. turning point. I feel like all over the world right now, people are have their hands in the air celebrating <laughs> you yeah. and the Chick-fil-A. Now, milkshake. if someone orders 15 milkshakes, That's right. it might slow. It, 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 it takes a little, and so there's a process for that. Well, thank you so much. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for your spirit. Thanks for your drive. Um, thanks for letting us learn from you. And I hope this will help us all become better leaders with whatever the idea is that's in front of us um, that we hope we can get through the, the organization. Well, thank I hope you. it helps. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining me for the How to Lead podcast. If you have a chance to review this podcast, it would mean a ton to me, and it would certainly allow us to be able to reach other leaders like you. Again, if you enjoyed this content, you can find more of it at clayscroggins.com. Thanks again for listening.